Hey, what's up, everyone, and welcome back to another week here on the Matt and Adam Show with me, 50% of the Matt and Adam, and my compadre, or uh, my comrade. <laughs> uh, referencing back to the previous episode of Adam Messer. Hey, what's up, Adam? How you doing, man? Hey, man. How you doing? Fantastic. How you doing? Good, man. I'm, I'm pumped. This is kind of like the rap day, man. Like, we're... Uh, we're gonna throw up the the last big portion of SWAT, and uh, and that now it's like kind of in the people's hands after today. It's it's kind of an exciting one, and so today we're gonna talk about uh, trends. This is like our bonus or Adam's real bonus to this series, and so with that being the case, this episode wouldn't exist without him. <laughs> so Adam, <laughs> what do you think is the uh, what do, you, what do you think people need to take into consideration after they've taken their assessment of their strengths and weaknesses and we've discussed opportunities and threats? So what is what is trends? So like in a traditional SWOT analysis, a trend would be when you're doing environmental scanning and you're looking at what's going on in your industry or your you know, service or whatever. Um, that's what the trends are in a SWOT analysis. Now, with us as people, and when we apply it to ourselves, I was thinking with that, we could talk about habits. You know, those are our trends. Those are habits are the things that we're doing. Sometimes because of conscientious effort and decision making, and then often because we're on autopilot. And I thought we could talk about habits and uh, how to apply those trends, you know, those habits to, you know, making a difference with what we want to do. I think that's really cool. It's like, it's probably the exact opposite of what I would have gone with trends, you know, and it's, but it's, it's what it really is, is it's like this 50, 50 gap. Like you're taking a very proactive personal approach and framework when it comes to trends, like you, what are the trends that you can build? And, and my head went to, to the, the outside world like what are the trends in your industry what are the trends in in your even if you take it out of business and you keep it personal so trends can be the habits that you form but they're also the habits that you currently participate in right (laughs) so so it's like and then it's the trends of the people that you spend the most time with and that's I choose those words carefully because I think that it's important to make the distinction between like the people that you care about the most, which is important, but also the people that you spend the most time with, which can be very different people. (laughs) And you think about how many hours we spend at work. Definitely. Definitely. And so identifying trends when it comes to them, it's so many things happen in our lives that if we would just take the time to kind of sit back and, and, I don't know, anticipate, lean forward with our, with our thinking, like, you know what, this time of the month, like uh, we're getting close to the end, like quotas are due or whatever, you know, and this is when John always starts freaking out at work, you know, like I can expect this trend and I know how it's going to impact me or if it's not, you know, but it, I love, I love your focus and I would love to stay there. And so keeping in mind everything that we've done so far, everything that we've discussed, when we're looking at developing new trends and developing new habits, how do you like, 
what's what's the Adam Messer process here? How do we how do we even figure out what habits we want to bring in? And then once we figure out what we want to bring in, what do we do with that? Like, how do we actually make it a habit? Yeah, that's a great way to frame that. I love the way that you put that in a, a question form. I feel like when we're looking at habits, we have to look at our actions. We have to look at our thought process. We have to look at our conscientious and subconscious thought process. We have to look at our biases. We have to look at our, uh, our conditioning, social conditioning, environmental conditioning, political conditioning, uh, social, political, and environmental are uh, three major impacts that are influential in our lives, right? And then we have to look at like our family, our friends, our coworkers, those things. We have to look at those people as well. So when we want to form a new habit or if we want to break an old habit, you know, the, the old adage is it takes 21 days to break a habit, right? So if you have a bad habit, it takes 21 days. If you have a good habit, you want to, you know, have a good habit it takes 21 days for me whenever i have there's there's a couple ways honestly it's either because i am looking for ways to improve or there's some kind of pain there's some kind of lack and i want to change because usually people only change if they have to um a lot of times people don't change because they want to they only change because they're either afraid of something or because they're forced to change. But when you make those active choices, you know, we talk about action, you know, we talk about grit, we talk about doing the work. You know, this part for me is the doing the work part. The, the, the recognizing that you want to make a change, you recognize like that pain. You know, for, I'll give you an example. I, I just got my uh, blood results back from my, my new labs from the doctor's office. They're still in good shape but I need to modify my diet and I need to bring my cholesterol down. I also need to keep an eye on my A1C because I am a type two diabetic. I'm a controlled type two diabetic and my A1C was a seven. Well, the lowest it's been before was a 5.1. When I first found out I was a diabetic, I was at a 12.8, which is really high. So I had to make habit changes. So with me, for example, the timely, you know, trend, we're talking about trends, you know, I know it's kind of crazy because it's time of the year that people like to, you know, work out and start thinking about working out and getting fit and things like that. Well, I have more than just a reason to say, I want to look good. I want to feel good. I want to be healthy. I want to be around for my family, my friends. And I know that my nutrition is a direct, it's a direct correlation on how healthy I am or not, you know? So just talking about a real world situation. And I feel like that habits are important because we all have habits. I feel like setting a goal is important and then taking the action and the follow through because, you know, you might be gung ho for like the first 30 days. This is like people with the gym or whatever. They, they're, they might be gung ho for the first day or two or whatever, but it's the folks that are consistently going to the gym and they're consistently eating better and they're consistently you know, doing the work that they see the results. You're not going to see, you're not going to get abs overnight. You know, some people never get abs and they work out and they work out and they work out, you know? So that's, that's kind of like my long, skinny, short 
<laughs> you know, reply to that, Matt. But I, I think that was a great question, man. Yeah, I think uh, I think it's really interesting the uh, the gym situation. Uh, when when I think about because I've gone through that with the gym with that relationship, it's never when I work out. It's never for a day or two. It's always if it if it's the shortest sprints would be like two or three weeks of like really really good uh, day, daily, if not two times a daily gym trips, and then and then it would just drop off completely for for like a month or two and then pick back up and i've never been more consistent than i am now and it's yeah i can see it i can see it i mean like, yeah the, the, i can see the results you know because yeah um you've you've been toning up a lot yeah no it's been fun you weren't you weren't overweight or anything like that before but you yeah i can see where your muscle you know you've been toning up and you know it's good it's great yeah and it's well the the thing with me was that the, the plan and everything the execute the, with the trend would be there where I would have a time of day and I would be like, I know I'm going to go to the gym between this time and this time. And I'm going to go there and I'm going to do these things. I have a plan. So there's less ambiguity. There's less processing that needs to happen. But what mm-hmm. would happen is that it was the plan and everything was very fragile because if something fell out of place, then I wouldn't go do it. And if I, the second that I broke that pattern in that streak, that's what would cause the, the break before the next time I'd get back into the gym. All it would take is one. And it, and it wouldn't be like, I'd miss one and then I won't ever go again. But like that, every single time, that's the decline. As soon as one day out of the habit gets messed up, then I'm like, oh, well, I miss a day three days later. Then I miss another day two days after that. And I'm like, that's weird because I had missed an entire day in like four weeks and now I'm missing all the time, you know, and then it continues to get more and more frequent and it's just not, it's the opposite direction that you want it to go. But at the same time, I think that it's important because what I found out was one of the things that really changed my mind was the focus on perfection or the focus on what I think is right. And really it was changing the mindset to what kind of person are you? You know, like, are you the kind of person that goes to the gym or are you the kind of person who finds an excuse not to go to the gym? Like, okay, well, I want to be- Are you an athlete? Right, right. Are you an athlete or are you a regular Joe, you know? Yeah, am I an athlete? It's okay to be either one. Absolutely. Yeah, it's okay. And it's just, what, and it's not even necessarily an athlete, but it's like, am I, it's just defining who you are, like the the vision of who you want to be. And then- Mm -hmm putting yourself up against that, right? That was, that was helpful. Um, but, but it was honestly the, the single most important thing was just knowing that that was going to happen. Like I had to know going in and hitting it hard every single day, week after week after week, I had to know this is not going to happen one of these days. And, and I need to prepare for that. Actually, I think that I've heard this story in, in Atomic Habits from James Clear. And it's the story about Michael Phelps and how he prepares mentally for a meet. So he will, he will go through the, the envisioning winning and everything and envisioning the, the swim, but he doesn't just envision the win. He doesn't like my dad always told me when I played football, I was like, see the hole, you know, I was a running back. So the hand the ball up, see the hole before it happens, see it and know what you're going to do when you get there. And I thought that was brilliant. I've used that my whole life because of that. Um, well, yeah. Michael Phelps did that 
but he took it one step further and even better. He envisioned the stuff going wrong. He's like, okay, when I flip at this end of the pool, my goggles are going to flip and then I'm going to get my eyes are going to be a dump full of water. So I'm going to have to swim back without being able to see. And so then he'd get down to the end, he'd flip, it wouldn't happen. And you'd be like, cool, keep going. What's going to happen at the end of this one? Something awful, <laughs> you know? And so he was always ready. He was always like mentally on edge, just like on, his, on the balls of his feet, ready to react. And it was the same thing with me, big picture, when it came to just going to the gym. It's like, you, I needed to know that this was going to, that this is not going to be perfect, that there are going to be cracks in the stone, but this, it's still going to be a boulder, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's, that was, that was the biggest thing for me in building habits. What, the other thing that I love, and I think maybe you could, you could give your two cents on this. I fell in love with the idea of habit stacking. I think that that's like the most powerful habit introduction tool possible. What do you, what do you, like, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I, um, I do like that. I know we were talking about, um, yesterday we were talking about building systems and for example, uh, with the stuff that I do, you know, we do the show we do, I do my radio show. I work as a journalist freelancing. Um, I write, I also publish books. I know I got to up my game in whenever I hang out with you. I'm like, good grief. (laughs) Well, they're they're all interrelated to storytelling. Yeah. So like us doing our show and storytelling, you know, we talk about leadership concepts, but it's not any different than, you know, talking with someone about writing a book or, you know, whatever it's person to person, you know, we're building a relationship. You know, I get to know more about you. You get to know more about me. We share and we build that way. So I love having stacking. Uh, I feel like it's a great, way to do it so you know for habit stacking like with the gym or whatever have your shoes ready to go have your clothes ready to go have them laid out ready to go have your gym bag or whatever it is that your you know gear bag is you know needing or whatever have it ready to go and then set an alarm on your phone all of our phones have these those these alarms set an alarm set yourself a reminder and you know set yourself like send yourself a little love note send yourself a little you know, a little encouragement hey hey man you know, I know you might not feel it today after work, but you need to go hit that gym. Or I know you don't feel like writing today after you get off work because you've been, you know, breaking your back doing, you know, hard labor work. You need to write that book. You know, it's okay to tell future you, you know, what you want to do. You know what I mean? And it's okay to manage future you's time because in the end, it's you. And it's you know, okay to I'll- ask future you for for his advice because you yeah. naturally you're going to talk to the future you that wrote that book and you're going to talk yeah. to the future you that went to the gym. What is, yeah. what is their advice right now? Yeah. And I, I really uh, appreciate what you were saying too, with the uh, going back around, <sighs> I just had a brain cramp. Oh my gosh. I just had it on the tip of my tongue, but you were, you were talking about like with the, um, Oh my gosh, Matt, can you remind me real quick? Cause my brain just slipped up here. Well, my, my head was wrapped around, uh, I wanted to add two cents in on the habit stacking, but what the, uh, I'm trying to remember what it was. <laughs> my, my, my brain. Uh, yeah, I'm having a blank. <laughs> I really, I really like what you said, but I was like, oh my gosh, it just, it just, it was there and then it's gone. So, but you know, we got to wrap this episode up, yeah. uh, Matt. Um, what is your, uh, your, your overview of, of what you feel like is an important takeaway for the trends? I think when we're when we're when we're thinking trends, it's really 
it's really important to to think think about trends like you think about uh, awareness, right? Trends and awareness is kind of one and the same. You want to be aware of what you're doing because what you're doing creates what you have right now. And if you want something different, then you need to do something different. And so you want to build those new habits to create new trends. And so it's all about awareness. It's all about knowing yourself. It's really, really difficult and not efficient to do that in a vacuum. So you need to be aware of the trends and the going-ons of the things that are relevant to your relationships, your friendships, your professional career. Like it's, it's awareness, right? And we only have so much of it. And so, so focus it, focus it in on the trends of yourself, of your loved ones, and those industries and those people that are impacting your life more than others. Yeah, that's great. I, I used to have this little uh, poster that I made um, on my desk at work and it was about Aristotle. It was uh, excellence. Uh, it's about excellence. And it was like, the Aristotle quote said, we are what we repeatedly do. Excellence, therefore, is not an act, but a habit. And that's something that has been a driver for me for a long time. And it's a good way to, you know, kind of call myself out when I'm not doing what I want to do. I know that those actions, when I do them repeatedly, they have results. So I love it. Exactly. All right. I love it, brother. Thank you. All right. Thanks, everyone. We'll see you here again next week. Uh, and we will we'll be wrapping it up, man. We'll be bringing all the topics into one for one last little one last little showdown. Awesome. Hey, are we going to um, record the next one on the same thing or are we going to stop? Okay.